Hey, I'm Cherry Galore. And I'm Shakayla. Welcome to another episode of I've Got Time. Yeah. If you guys are loving the podcast, we would really enjoy it if you went ahead and followed us here on what, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else that you're streaming and listening to us. Go ahead and check us out on social media. We're on both instagram and tiktok at i've got time podcast and also on twitter at i've got time pod and of course if you want to support us monetarily there is a link in the description to do so yeah i've I've got got time. time How you feeling today? I'm cool, you know. Living the luxury brown. Living my life like it's golden. Jolden if you're nasty. Why would you want it to be jolden? I don't know, it just, it's a thing. Okay. Maybe <laughs> just in my circle, okay? <laughs> you mean your line? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. It's all right. There's a lot of people who have just like one best friend. I mean, nowadays it feels like I don't have any best friends, so. <laughs> Jeez. But you know what? Um, it's all a blessing and everything happens for a reason. People are meant to come, people are meant to leave, and at the end of the day, we still got each other. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna take my glasses off, because girl, why? I'll be your friend. (laughs) (laughs) So what are we talking about today? What are we talking about today? (laughs) We just talked about this. (laughs) Girl, what? (laughs) Today we are talking about healthy coping mechanisms. Yeah. Stress relief. Yeah. Staying grounded. Being baddies. Right, and being better, period. So, if you guys are watching the clip of this episode, or even if you can hear the lovely nature sounds in the background, we are in the wild. Yeah. Just kidding, we down the street from our apartment, but... <laughs> <laughs> Close um, enough. Yeah, so we're like literally right in the ocean. If you guys are from Virginia, Virginia... Mm-hmm. Right. Not, come on, don't act like that. Um, you know, shout out to the 757. Yeah. I love living down here compared to when I first moved to Virginia. I lived in like... The 804. Yeah, but like literally near Petersburg, which there's no ocean. Um, I ain't going to say nothing else. Because you know what? <laughs> you don't got nothing good to say. Don't say nothing at all. They got an old trade station. Which is a Kroger spot now. Interesting. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, we had a couple car dates up there that wasn't too bad. Yeah. Yeah, but for sure, the best date spots are in the 7-5. Because, I mean, look at this amazing, beautiful view. Yeah. Something that me and Cherry do together. And then, of course, before I met Cherry, I would always go on my nature walks. Like, we just... You know, like to be out in nature, to ground ourselves. What is it that you get out of it? Like, 
You're not that much of an outside girly. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) it's not that I don't respect and enjoy the outdoors. I'm just not a fan of bugs. Growing up, that was the that was what kept us from going outside. But that is different. It was like as soon as you step outside, you're getting attacked by something. And the mayflies are terrible. But uh that's not what you asked me. <laughs> <laughs> um for me it's the silence and or the sound of nature. That gets me off a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's like just peaceful, which is kind of interesting because I also love the sounds of the city, which is why I like living in the city. So, well, one of the reasons why I like living in the city. Yeah, I mean, I grew up in the city, so I I didn't have that experience growing up really being in like, you know, a rural area or anything like that. I mean, of course it was outside, there was bugs, but it wasn't the same. It wasn't like now us <laughs> literally going on a hike and all there is is trees, all there is is nature. And I really enjoy it. It brings me a lot of peace. It allows me to reconnect back with myself and also with mother earth. It's so healing to yeah. be in nature. I am a tree hugger. Literally. Cherry, Cherry hugged the tree for the first time a few weeks ago. Yeah, it was chill. <laughs> we was vibing, you know. Trees are some of the oldest souls ever, you know. Nature is so amazing. You can learn so much from nature just because it just exists. It doesn't have to do anything. It doesn't have to be anything. Time is continually passing around it and it's just being itself. The tree's not trying to be like the grass. The grass isn't trying to be like the flowers. <laughs> Should he even be on this road? No, <laughs> this is not in his road. He's trying to take a shortcut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's just really humbling to spend time in nature. And I love that. Like, honestly, I dream of the farm life for real. Yeah. So, hell yeah. That's just one thing that we do for stress relief. What What are some other things that you do personally, like on your own? Working out. I just got back in the gym. We don't have to say when. <laughs> but uh, working out is like, it's my me time, mm-hmm. you know. And it, I get to feel like an athlete, you know, it's my dream. It's one of my dreams. I really want to be in a professional sport. I just, I'm not sure which one or how at this point. You could play rugby with Mark. I don't know if it's a male and female, like a co-ed thing, but there's a ton of adult leagues. I'm I'm here for rugby. But they don't they don't have enough padding for me and that's a rough sport. Mm. You don't like getting tossed around. Oh, I love getting tossed around. <laughs> <laughs> don't be fooled. But I need to be protected. Okay. I feel you. Protection is Ooh. a mess. That's yeah. a lot of running. Right, let me get in the gym for a while and then we can talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. 
You know, I grew up being pretty athletic, being in some type of sport. I did cheerleading in high seven for a long time. I ran track for a little bit. I grew up in a, you know, athletic family. I just do not enjoy it now. Yeah. I don't enjoy sweating. Um, I mean, at one point before the pandemic, I was hitting the gym like four days a week. And now I just feel like my energy is better used somewhere else. I like to use my energy on a spiritual room, and that's why I meditate. Meditate is like my, it's literally medicine. Meditate, medicine, it's like, these niggas getting on my nerves. <laughs> Any other time we over here, there'll be no cars riding by, there'll be no music playing. Now all of a sudden, it's the place to be. They saw we was out here, they was like, ooh, look at the bodies over there. They get, they get in on this. And they got a camera. So we jumped right in talking about things that we do for stress belief. Stress <laughs> belief. <laughs> I do not believe in stress. I, I don't. Um, but, like, what? what is the reason? Like, what's the, the purpose of it? Yeah. Why do we need to do things to relieve our stress to, you know, have healthy coping mechanisms? Why is that important? Well, I can't remember his name at this moment, but this minister, good brother from uh, Anastasia, once said, stress, it's a killer. <laughs> Rasputin? Oh, no, the you're bat. talking about the bat. <laughs> Rasputin was stressed the fuck out. <laughs> I mean, first of all, he should have never woke, woke that nigga up. That's another conversation for another day. <laughs> you could have been chilling, chilling, but you had to go wake this dude up. Tell about Anastasia's alive. Anastasia's alive. Boy, you should have mind your goddamn business. <laughs> for real, though. <laughs> uh. Yeah, so, for sure. Stress will literally kill you. And I don't want that. Mm -hmm. So... Niggas like being alive, for yeah. the most part. <laughs> for the most part, you know? Until you start thinking about what it takes to be alive. <laughs> Girl, this is not supposed to be that. Uh-uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm just saying, capitalism. Well, in a world where there's so much going on, there's work, there's school, there's parenting, mm -hmm. there's being a child of a parent, there's a lot of things in our external environments that we don't necessarily have control over, but they still affect us. And it's important on a daily basis to be mindful of the things that are affecting you and really, you know, taking the lead on your life and your wellness and saying, okay, even though I'm in this stressful environment, what can I do to, you know, protect my energy? What can I do to stay grounded and just still be healthy even though other things are going on? Like, yeah. it will, I mean, I still am trying to... Sorry. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm in bang. My bad. I was uh, trying to win. Was you? <laughs> I was. You couldn't look at it no more. You just had to get it off of me. <laughs> um, Shit. Sorry. <clears throat> now I don't know what I was talking about. You know, you were talking about 
life <clears throat> being a parent, the child of a parent. Oh my God, Sherry. This is literally what you said. Listen. Hmm. So, for real, um, I was watching this interview the other day with Jay Shetty and Big Sean, and he said that you had to make having fun a priority because mm-hmm. um, it's a serious thing. Having fun is a serious thing. And like having those moments of joy, even though you're being stressed out and being uh, aware of the things that you do when you do get stressed out and if they are beneficial to your well-being or not. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of coping mechanism out there. All of them <laughs> ain't really helpful. Like me personally, I used to drink for a coping mechanism. I used to smoke for a coping mechanism. You know, some people even working out can become unhealthy because it's just like enough about me. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody was talking about you. You literally, I'm not even going. <laughs> you're trying to make me drag you. I think that's what I think you're doing. But no. no, for real, there's a lot of things that you can do, and you just want to be aware of like what you choose to do and if it's really beneficial to your your well-being or not that's all i'm saying so we can get back to the things that are healthy um i want to stay on that for just a second because there is there can be a very thin line between coping and being addicted to something Mm -hmm. uh you definitely want to be uh, mindful of why you're doing something like am I doing this for peace or am I doing this for avoidance you know oh yeah like when I play the sounds for eight hours in a row we don't have to we're here to relate to the people I mean somebody out there also plays the sounds and if you do add me <laughs> come on bro this is what I'll be talking about just minding my business Respected nature. Here, here she comes. Oh, goodness. You know, I don't even see any bugs. I don't know what you're it talking about. It was like about. a web or something just hit me. You know niggas be making webs just so they can get from one place to another? And he was like, right here on Cherry's face, I got to go. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't? But I'm It saying. could have been my hair, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just move her to the side. <laughs> You and your hair look beautiful. Thanks. But, uh, yeah. Stay on subject, please. <laughs> I'm trying. No. I used to be addicted to working out. Yeah. How like, do you think you got there? Um, well, something happened. You said tell the truth? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um,. Something happened to me, and I was ignoring what it was and how it really made me feel. And I just spent all of my time at the gym. Mm-hmm. That was my uh, that was my escape yeah. from having to face it. And then, it's weird. I went from that to 
subconsciously crying for help. Like, I didn't realize I was doing it until somebody said something to me, and I was like, oh. Is that what I'm doing? <laughs> no. Mm. <laughs> this was some No, not you. Ago. I mean, like, that was you in the moment, like, oh, that's what I'm doing. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I, I could, you know, you come to your realizations on your own terms, you know? That's a fact. But yeah, it was weird. Like how, and it's like I knew what I was doing, but I didn't know that that was what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know that I was like trying to get somebody to. I know they see his film and she about to come over here talking. Let's talk about it on the podcast. So yeah, I hate when like somebody sees you doing something and you out in public and then, you know what I'm saying? They like get in front of the camera or just start talking that loud. She out here rolling on that hell around. Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. You know what? You know, it's the time. I'm not understanding if you see that I'm like recording. It's like you're being nice and respectful, but. But it's really not nice and respectful. And when it comes down to it at the end of the day, it's about boundaries. And a lot of people do not have boundaries. They, I think it honestly stems from slavery time is rated in racism, just like everything fucking else in this country. It's just them being able to at any given time of the day to have access to whatever it is that we are doing mm-hmm. and just taking it upon themselves on a regular basis. We deal with it all the time, little microaggressions, rather it's them wanting to touch our hair or like you said, jump in on a photo when no one knows you, nobody's talking to you. Right. Um, you know, even having a private conversation and just like, oh, I know nobody's talking to me, but I heard what you said. Yeah. You know, it's just like they don't realize it that that in itself is white privilege because we don't all, we don't also have those same privileges. If we was to do that, it would be inexcusable. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. They would act like somebody's really assaulting them in some type of way. So, girl. Yeah, that's why I prefer to live in predominantly black areas. But unfortunately, my neighborhood's being gentrified. Mm. Slowly but surely. When I moved over here, I'm not going to say there weren't any white people, but like how I was going to Food Lion the other day and it was like a lot of white people in the grocery store. That used to be a black people grocery store. And I'm not saying I can't shop with white people. If you're white, I'm not saying I hate you, I don't like you, but you should try to understand that for black people, it's important us to have safe spaces, which that means the space is predominantly black because we don't have to worry about things like being racially profiled or niggas just in our business for no fucking reason. Mm -hmm. You know, just not having peace. When I go to the grocery store, I wanna be at peace. Yeah. And I can't really do that around a bunch of white people. Me personally, I'ma say something. So I choose to not put myself in environments where I have to be hostile because that's another thing. I respect that. That's probably why they don't sell noodles in there. Because <laughs> they used to have them. Yeah. 
But back to the main conversation, now that all of the whites have <laughs> dissipated the surroundings, is that the right word, dissipate? Does that mean to kill somebody? Dissipate. Disseminate? Whatever, they gone. They've dispersed. Dispersed. Okay, I knew it was a D word. Did it have some of that chapstick? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I think you should be mindful of the language you use. Like when you specifically said it was your escape. Mm -hmm. Now, if I say something like it's a relief for me or an outlet, that is that's more healthy language, and it's telling me that I'm doing that to express myself in a way. Now, when I say something specifically like escape, that means I'm trying to get out of there. I'm trying to push some shit to the side that I want to worry about until later, which is a very me thing to do, you know. Yeah. I'm a Virgo. I'm always stressed out, usually to my own. It's, I did it to myself. So, you know, also choosing to be in environments that don't stress you out. Sometimes you have control over that. It's like, okay, do I... Some people would be like living with their parents still. If we have any younger audience members, like, I want you to do what is best for your pockets you know sometimes you have to bite the bullet and say oh I'm gonna stay with my parents like when I first moved here to Virginia that was very taxing on my mental health and it was to the point where it was like girl I'll do anything to not have to live with them yeah. so I did it but is is it gonna be more stressful for you financially or is it less stressful for you mentally and emotionally so you have to like think about the things that you know like what's more important to you mm -hmm. or what you have the capability of if you have the capability to be a little stronger mentally or at least to not be at home as much girl save them dollars and live with your parents but for sure if it's to the point where it's so much anxiety and stress just being around them niggas Get you a roommate and go ahead and just eat some noodles. Cause <laughs> it's not worth it. It is not worth it. Just drink a lot of water. <laughs> I'm telling. Yeah. Speaking of roommates, can we stop shaming people for having roommates? I mean, I feel like we should stop shaming people for anything regarding finances because one girl we're in a double recession people acting like where inflation is not through the roof right. and crazy to the point where it's like the things that we used to be able to do on our own and not even just us actually but our parents and grandparents they didn't need to have three roommates they didn't need to take out a loan to do this and do that they were able to sustain themselves better financially because the cost of things have increasingly went up over the years. So especially when parents try and um, pressure us to do things or say that we're not where we're supposed to be, it's like, oh, I would be a lot further if your generation didn't fuck it up for us. Like, I would be a lot further if my rent was $200 like yours was. Thank you. Okay. Or my I, I remember tuition. when I was a child and our rent was $400 a month and we were staying in like a four-bedroom house. It's just, they don't even stop and think about the luxuries that they have that we simply cannot be afforded to. And it's just very weird ass behavior for people to me to be judging somebody on some financial shit if they're personally not gonna help that person out. 
Don't yeah. say shit about what I got on or me not wearing name brand clothes. Don't talk about me living in a one bedroom apartment with my two kids. I'm not, but still. <laughs> Don't talk about whatever the case is where people try and like shit on people over some yeah. financial shit. It is just it's, if you're personally not going to take money out of your pocket and give it to that person that you're fucking judging, you need to shut the fuck up. For real. Though. Because it's really hard out here. It's hard to be finding a job. It's hard to want to work those shitty ass jobs for the little bit of pay that you're paying that's still not getting covering all your expenses. Right. Everything is shittier. Your mental health is shittier because everything going on externally, the fuck, the world is only becoming more and more fucked up, and they want us to have it all together like they did. When all they had to worry about was finding a husband at 13. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, 13. If, if all I had to worry about is getting a husband at 13, I'd be good to go right now. <laughs> Okay. I think I'd still be waiting. <laughs> Girl, I know you wouldn't have. No, you wouldn't have. That's the thing. Even the least attractive sister was getting a husband. So what we're not about to do, Damn. what we're not about to do is compare and judge people for oh, some financial shit. It's very weird. We like are all the way offside track. <laughs> I mean, but it's like needed conversation though. It's yeah. good stuff. So, you know, I've talked about a couple of my coping mechanisms, and I also want to be clear about being judgmental when it comes to that thing as well, because just because one thing is toxic for you doesn't mean it's toxic for everybody else. Or just because one thing isn't, you know, detrimental to your mental health don't mean you should be pushing it on other people. Like me, I'm a smoker, but... I'll offer Cherry to smoke, but I'm never like, hit this, like, hit this, like, I'm never like, you know, pressuring her to do it just because that's what I want to do or what, you know, helps me have relief, you know? Yeah. Uh, be mindful in your relationships, like, just because it's for you don't mean it's for everybody else. Like, I have some friends that, you know, there was a point in time when we used to be getting drunk together, but now I don't drink to get drunk. It's just like, just a little, take the little edge off, just chill, have fun, good vibes, that's it. Yeah. Um, and I really don't care about that no more. So just because it's good for you, don't mean it's good for everybody else. It just mean it's bad for you, don't mean it's bad for everybody else. I remember when I first started getting sober and everybody was expecting me to not want, for them to not drink around me and I was like, I mean, just because you having a drink don't mean I'm going to be trying to get in your cup. Like, what do you think I am out here? Like, it's not, I'm not down bad like that. I'm just refraining for my personal self because I know what I needed. I'm not going to make you feel bad for doing it. I'm not going to make you feel like you can't do it around me. Yeah. Like, it's levels to this stuff. Now, if you do got a friend, though... <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, not that this is a joke, but there are drug abuses, a real thing, and it is definitely a thing a lot of people reach for, for coping mechanisms, especially when they grew up in traumatic environments and stuff like that. And yeah. don't be that friend that's exposing somebody that you care about to an environment that you know is detrimental to them, like if they're trying to be sober or whatever. Yeah. You might have to switch friends. Don't be afraid to get new friends. Absolutely. And like I was saying earlier when we first started the podcast, it's like you 
make friends and you lose friends and you're gonna make some more and that's just like the story of life in general. I feel like every version of myself has had like different friends, you know? And those was the people that I needed to be surrounded with during that time. Like, I remember when I was going through my divorce, it was like I had a bunch of party friends. And not that some of those people aren't still my friends, but I don't put myself in a party environment. It's just not my speeds anymore. So I wouldn't have a reason to really just be kicking it up with them all the time. But it yeah. was fun while it lasted. Yeah, yeah, that was exactly what I needed during that time. Um, you know, party. <laughs> party Shay. You don't know her. Um, yeah, but for sure, definitely, you have to take control of your own life and put yourself in situations. And don't feel sad if you're losing friends because your interests have changed or if you have new coping mechanisms because you'll always make new friends. Like, now all the friends that I'm making, part of it is... Um, because that's my intention, but a lot of my friends are creatives, are have business minds, are doing the same things we're doing, are into photography, are into social media, are in the music industry, and that's because those are my interests. So those are the type of people I'm attracting into my life, and I'm like intentionally making friends with those type of people. So it's all about, you know, what you choose to do. We all have a choice every single day we get up, and it's like. Am I going to do this or am I going to do that? And you should always do the thing that's best for your mental health. Period. Yeah. What are some other things that you do for stress relief? Um, listen to music. Music's my thing. Or make music. You oh. know, when I... For those of you that don't know, I am also a producer. <laughs> but um, And an artist. And an artist. I don't know if I'm ready to tell them the artist's <laughs> name. The music is out there if you can find it. If you can find <laughs> it. Gems. <clears throat> but, uh... <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, when I make music, I literally don't think about anything else. I'm just in that moment. And when I listen to music, I just, I don't know. It either just puts me in a different mood or I like come up with a story in my mind that goes with the song. Uh, but yeah, listen to music is big. Yeah, I'm the same way. I feel like I grew up in a household where music was like very prevalent, like the music that my grandparents and my mom would listen to really shaped my own music taste. And then even growing up discovering new things, like getting into rap. She said bird call. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to that boy? <laughs> but you know, for real, it's like something that always brought me a lot of peace in my life. And even no matter what I'm going through, I can always go to a song that's either gonna support me in that moment and validate my feelings or change my vibration where it's like, I don't wanna feel sad no more. So I'm about to put on some, you know, happy vibes. Yeah. And to me, music is a form of meditation. Like, just like you said, when you're listening to music or even when you're creating music, it just puts you in another place. 
Mm-hmm. And man, I just love it. I feel like this is a good time though to talk about like music we listening to lately. Like what's really been your steez? Big Lotto. Colossal Lotto. <laughs> okay, but really I'm honestly shook at how good the seven 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 album is. Like Are you? I am. I've listened to Lotto and I think we've had conversations before. Like I thought she's cool and everything like that, but I never expected that I would literally be playing her album like straight through and repeatedly. Like kept playing it, kept playing it, kept playing it. Like Lotto, a lot of people sleep. A lot of people sleep on Lotto. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't quite understand why to begin with. I still don't understand. Maybe I'm pretty sure it's because. Her music doesn't appear to be about one thing specifically, mm-hmm. um, but you know I think it's because she's half white. Honestly, I think it has a lot to do with it. I'm gonna be honest with you. Even though they make a lot of space for whole white artists in the rap is she, industry, is it white? Her mom's white. Yes, it's white. Well, look, she's white. Yes, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> She got bars. She been had bars. Her last project was amazing. Like, she doesn't really leave room for you to misjudge her music or, like, just, she's consistent with it. Yeah. I'm not really going to compare her to other women in the industry because I feel like that's so played out. But what I will say is that in all artists in her genre period, her sound is very lotto, but it's not the same sound like how some artists is. I think that her lyrics are a vibe that she actually be saying some shit, you know what I'm saying? And they're always fucking fire, like. And I think she actually enjoys her music and she enjoys the process. And that makes it come out a lot better too, when you're not just doing whatever your label tells you to do. Yeah. Or if you're just trying to get a hit, like we just hate make those good girls. music. Bro. We hate those girls. <laughs> the guys too. The girl girls. Girls is gender neutral. Yeah, it's gender neutral. <laughs> um, for sure. The girls that get it. <laughs> now you guys will be surprised to hear, but like the album I really, really been playing out is King Von's new album, What It Takes to Be a King. Oh my God, like honestly, 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 the album is so good. The only thing that I could say about it is I have feelings like that don't go together about it. Like one part of it is just like, God called me and he said it's getting too crowded and the other part is like damn this nigga's really a killer that's so like low vibrational and shitty but like I thoroughly enjoy the songs first of all the songs are good as fuck the lyrics are catchy and one thing about these street rappers is a lot of them do not be about that life at least he is really about the life that he was rapping and I don't even I mean rest in peace to him but yeah. when you in that lifestyle, well, you don't have high expectations. <laughs> I mean, you only get two choices. They say it all the time. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been fucking with that album all over the place. Like, as soon as I heard it, I was like, yeah. 
by the second day I already was learning the words and I was like, they got me. You <laughs> <laughs> was ready to hit them streets again? I was ready. What is um what is your favorite song on the Lotto album? So let me give you my list of tracks. <laughs> we got Sunshine coming in and Sunshine on me. I was surprised when I liked that because I usually hate songs like that. But she did it right. I love the message, like, yes, come through, sunshine. Yeah, yeah. Period. Sunshine, like a thug. It's getting That's my favorite one, I'm sorry. I'm just getting, <laughs> I'm just getting over Um. Yeah, Stepper, real one. Girl, you halfway through the album. Just name the favorite song. <laughs> My favorite on the whole album. I'm going to say real one just because it takes me back to riding in the car in 2003, looking out the window, listening to my CD player. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's just a vibe. Yeah, I think my favorite one is It's Given. Like, it just makes me feel like that bitch. Yeah, I mean. And I love it, like, for real. Like, the album's good. If you guys haven't heard the Lotto album, go stream her album, support her and all that she's doing. And like, it's 777. Come on, angel number queen. Come on, angel number queen. And I just want to add, the first three times we listened to it, we listened to it edited. Mm-hmm. It, it was still slapped. It was still slapping. But that also go to show that all that cussing be unnecessary as fucking music. <laughs> <laughs> as I cussed three times in one sentence. <laughs> I'm made for this. Okay, so now I feel the same way because I'm like looking at the tracks on the King Von album and ooh, it's so hard to pick. Damn. My favorite song on that is uh, the one with money is on that, right? When he like, I know yeah, she a dummy. Yeah, trust nothing. Yeah, that's my shit. Yeah. First time I heard that, I was like, yeah. Uh, it's so hard because there's um, a lot of the songs from this album are like viral TikTok yeah. sounds. So it's like, do I? I mean, I do love the song genuinely, but it's like give it give it that extra layer because I've already like you know. Yeah. That mean we evil twin, evil twin, <laughs> evil twin, like. I love that song. I don't know, FaceTime with G Herbo. I love that song. I'm just like hearing it in my head, like bing, 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 bing. Like, <laughs> um, my baby in these streets. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, oh my goodness. And what, the song with uh, T Grizzly, you like the song Rich Gangster? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cause T Grizzly's my guy. The features go crazy. And then of course, my second favorite, after uh, FaceTime is with 21 Savage. I don't play that. Oh yeah. I don't That is your shit. <laughs> Cause I don't play that. Don't play with me. <laughs> yeah, it's a vibe for sure. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. So we didn't list it. Some of our coping mechanisms is meditation, exercise, getting in nature, listening to music. Making music. Music period. <laughs> um, 
nobody been smoking and drinking. <laughs> just, just the teens. Uh, and like, I don't even know if this is like a real thing, but like, what really makes me feel good sometimes is just like getting dressed up. Like basically, essentially playing dress up in my closet. Like you remember in all the 2000 movies, it's always like this pinnacle moment in the movie where they in their closet figuring out what to wear. Like, I just love doing that. Like, I'm having a good day if I like put in the extra effort to get dressed, pick out my outfit, put on some makeup, slap on a new wig. It's just yeah. like, you know, gives me that boost that I need. Hashtag self care. I fuck with. While you were saying that, I thought about one more thing. What? Watch your Marvel movies. <laughs> Dang, that's If y'all can hear me singer. blink, if y'all can hear me blink right now. That's crazy. Well, actually, well, any anything comic related. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's my jam. I probably feel that same way about anime. Like. I think I don't want to go as far as to say as we tolerate it because when I am watching the movies with you, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I'm like making commentary, like yeah, yeah. You probably do the same thing. You be like, I'll be into it. <laughs> I was still watching the and you watched it when you fell asleep. They had me and then I fell asleep and then <laughs> it was over. Now I don't know what's going on. They was fighting that same nigga for like three more episodes. Yeah, because he keep coming back. He loves to get that ass tapped. But yeah, shout out to Inuyasha. If you guys watch that. Yeah, shout out to Legend of Korra. (laughs) Shout out to Avatar. (laughs) Shout out to all the anime girls. (laughs) Shout out to women that do whatever the fuck they want and have interest in things because Contrary to personal, I mean, contrary to popular belief, (laughs) we are all not one thing. We're multifaceted, and I want you to celebrate those things about yourself, girl. (laughs) (laughs) See, I'm telling you, nature comes to you. (laughs) This is not nature. This is that yak. (laughs) Play uh, off that yak vibe. Make this happen. But yeah, so um, yeah, celebrate the things that you enjoy and do what makes you happy and don't let anybody shame you or criticize you into not doing them, period. If that's what you like doing, if that's what makes you feel good, do those things. Women are not a monolith. We can enjoy Marvel movies. We can fucking love cosplay if we want to. We can be anime heads. We can... You know, be in the shopping cars. girls. Yeah, we could be into cars. Like, women are the shit, and we love y'all for real. Yeah. So, what are you making time for this week, girl? I'm still working on peace. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you can double up. You need to double tap. Um. I'm making time for receiving. Mm. I love that. Yeah. I feel like I've been building up my faith a little bit now, you know what I'm saying? Bless me. Yes. I love that. 
I'm yeah. glad that you're in the receiving mode, you know, letting that feminine energy just shine through. Yeah. I'm here to please you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Your every wish will be fulfilled. Shout out to Jocelyn Hernandez, but not shout out at the same time, because, girl, what you doing over there? <laughs> girl, um, that's neither here nor there. And let me keep the uh, baddest poops I name out my mouth. <laughs> but um, what am I making time for this week? I'm making time for healing this week. Um, it's a new moon in Aries. It's the first of the month. It's you guys are going to be hearing this when it's not the first of the month, but <laughs> uh, you, you can still feel free to claim that energy. You know, the new moon is all about setting your intention, what it is that you're aspiring to do, being in receiving mode, you know. And one thing that I have also had difficulty with is being in receiving mode, but ultimately letting go of things so that I can receive more. So that's what my uh, intention for the week is. I've got time to heal. I like that. Is there anything I can do to support your healing process? Um, you know, just give me some personal space. Don't take it personally when I ask for space. Mm-hmm. That's how you can support me. Okay. What are you grateful for today? The gym. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Forgot how, I didn't forget how much I value it, but it's been a while. And it's like, oh yeah, this is what's been missing. So. Yeah. Yeah. What are you grateful for? I'm going to say I'm grateful for the sun, you know? literally sunshine on me i feel like we expected it today to be like kind of chilly and brisk outside as soon as we came outside the sun was just beaming it was like warmer than we expected yeah. and the sun itself the energy is just all about me or you so to speak you know what i mean like center yeah. yourself in when i say me so it's all about putting yourself first letting your inner light shine out you know what i'm saying uh, seeing the power that you have within you and allowing other people to see that as well. Just being the authentic version of yourself. And I really am grateful because there were so many times in the past where I wasn't being myself or my best self. And uh, I'm just grateful to be in this space. So thank you, son. <laughs> Shout out. And it came out when you was talking about it. Yeah, she feel me. She feel me? You see me? I see you. Yeah, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's what you missed on coping. <laughs> so, I've got time. <laughs>